Hey, welcome to the Productivity Podcast. I'm Zook, and I help dads with their health, headspace, habits, and above all, humor. Are you a dad who wants to level up his life and business? Reach out to me at bproductive at gmail.com for more details on my 60-day Elite Dads 2.0 program. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Productivity Podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Dan. He is also a fellow dad entrepreneur, and he is in a leadership role, and he helps you attract and retain great people. What was your aha moment? Like the line of work you were in whenever you're like, you know what? I want to try something new and different. Start working for myself. Well, that's a good question. So um, within the last 15 years, I was employed. I got my first um, job as an associate principal in a high school. And it was during that time that I really understood the impact that I could have on others based on my leadership skill set. So fast forward 10, 12 years, and I'm looking for something different. And an opportunity came along about three years ago for me to really focus on the things I love. And that is basically the thing I love doing is helping other leaders. And I do it uh, various ways. Not only do I coach and mentor other leaders and executives, but I also work with employers to help them attract and retain great people. And in today's market with the great resignation that's now being uh, replaced by the great reshuffle, um, our services are being uh, welcomed with open arms by employers across the country. So we're helping people find people who fit them and then they can keep them. Oh, that is awesome. Awesome. So um, he loves helping people and other leaders. And in today's market, it's very necessary. And to kind of have, have, a, have a strong, powerful, uh, powerful presence and as well be, be a leader. Um, so you being a dad. I know at the time, whenever you started um, education, um, how, like, whenever you were afraid to leave like a steady job to become your an entrepreneur, like, what was that experience like when being, you know, the head of a household and a dad? It's challenging because you've got to consider the bigger picture. And I've been, you know, that's been something that's been on my mind for the last 15 years as my kids got into school and I was looking for promotions within public education and the weighing your career path with what's good for your family is always um, important. And when I was shopping around for the right job, I also had to look through the lens of what's good for my family. And then once I was at a spot, my goal was longevity so that my kids didn't have, uh, weren't, didn't have a disrupted education. And then when I saw an out into entrepreneurial world and business, I, we basically saved and invested money wisely that allowed us to make the decision to walk away from a secure income with good benefits into the, the world of entrepreneurship. Wow. <laughs> wow. That actually sp- spoke a lot to me and, and kind of where I'm at right now. But um, you, you want to embrace the challenges. That was, that was awesome. And look to their lens of what is good for you and your family. Fellas, listening to this, make sure that your family, well, your wife, and then your kids uh, will back you up on this because it is very difficult. Um, you're going to come across emotions you didn't even know a man can have, like whenever you go through this uh, phase of working for yourself, because you are the company in the beginning. Um, and however, and however, education is also very, very important. So the school system, if you have to move around and stuff like that, Make sure you're looking to the school in, in the area because just somebody can teach. Just because somebody can teach doesn't mean it's it's the best and correct way. Um, 
And also, this really speaks to me, save and invest wisely because things happen and you want to make sure that you have that security, um, sometimes financially, just to fall back on and also be open-minded because when you invest wisely, you can have a savings account that you can fall back into um, or you can fall on into, yeah, <laughs> wordplay. Um, and, and it's just good to have that um, because sometimes it's really hard being a husband, being a dad, working a full-time job and starting a business. And when you work as a teacher or in the education system, 40 hours, it's not just 40 hours. Like you have to grade papers and do all sorts of other things, extra, extracurricular activities and such. So um, what, what made you go for the leadership role? Like, like what, a, what about that spoke to you? Yeah, that's a, a really good question. I, I didn't consciously embrace it until I became an associate principal. Um, prior to being in public education, I was in the U.S. Army and rose through the enlisted ranks rather quickly. And it was, I was motivated, quite honestly. Motivation was there to make more money and have a better job. The higher rank you get, I saw the job as more appealing. So I did that, got into education, thought the same thing. Um, you know, I, I can get promoted, quote unquote, you know, teacher sort of a culminating career field as a teacher, but then you sort of change careers and get into administration, became an associate principal. And I remember distinctly telling my kids and my wife um, 16 years ago when I got my first associate principal job that don't get too comfortable here because I'm going to be a district administrator leading my own district sooner rather than later. So I always aspired to move up, not necessarily for the power, the control, or the greater, just why wouldn't you in my mind? That was just how, what motivated me. Why wouldn't I try to get myself promoted and move up? So next thing you know, five years after being, five years being a principal, I was running my own school district. So I did that for 10 years and here I am now in business. Wow. <laughs> That's so amazing. Like I want to say the foundation. Yeah. Motivation is a really, really powerful word. Like motivation is key. Um, and, and also, well, I know that making more money too can push you um, as well, but I know you, you just with what you do, like it's, it's, it's so much more than money because what you do is priceless and it's stinking necessary. <laughs> yeah, guys, I said the word stinking look out now um, and don't overlook opportunity. So sometimes even if you want to become an entrepreneur, but you have a steady job, it's okay to move up in that company. Just don't, um, j just don't completely cut off. If you ever want to work for yourself, don't cut off the opportunities that might actually present themselves because shoot, there might not be an opportunity where you're at now, but you could meet somebody who can actually help you build a business in, an, in the next promotion or something you get. And that's, normally that's how it is. And also you never know what you can learn. Like it's, it's almost free education. You get paid to learn when you're working. Um, and also you want to aspire to always do better. I'm going to start having Dan quotes on here. <laughs> it's awesome. So um, when being an entrepreneur as well, like what are some, um, some things like, um, and I know this is putting you on the spot, but like uh, a current client you have or a past client you've had where they were struggling with an issue and, but you were able to help them resolve it. Well, yet another good question. Right before we started the podcast, I was engaged with a, a young up-and-coming leader on LinkedIn who made a general statement, hey, I've been a finalist for a couple of jobs as an associate principal and I haven't been able to land them. 
what am I doing wrong? Give me some guidance, that type of thing. So a couple of DMs later, um, we have a meeting scheduled tomorrow at three where I'm going to talk to him about how to land the ideal job. And, you know, on the surface, a lot of people assume, oh, you're going to give him the right answers. No, we're going to talk about who he is, what he brings to the table, how he can find a fit and what approach he needs to take in a job interview to show that district that he is the least risk out of all the candidates they've got coming in. Because everybody who's going in that door has all the right answers. So I don't feed people answers. I don't give them the things, the keywords to say. I allow them to understand that they are unique and they have a skill set. And if it's a good fit, then they will get the job. If it's not a good fit, then they shouldn't have gotten the job in the first place and they don't want the job. It's all about fit. And earlier in our careers, back when we were getting entry-level jobs, and even when I started teaching, um, in, in my mind, a fit was, I want a job. You've got a job opening. You offered me the job. I said, yes, that's a perfect fit, right? <laughs> but as you move up in an organization or in a career field, you want to really have a job that the employer and the values, the, the uh, mission, the vision, everything that comes with that employer, it needs to, to align with who you are. And you just can't go out and get a job that you think is going to be your dream job if you don't have that fit. So that's what I'm going to work with him tomorrow. He's going to give me a call and we'll uh, see where it goes. I've had a lot of success doing this with other people. Even in career fields that aren't related to education, I worked with a young man about five years ago and he landed a, uh, his dream job on a specific police force in the state of Georgia. And I never laid eyes on the guy. We just spent a lot of time on the phone talking. So, and he attributed his success in getting the job that his dream job to my coaching and mentoring. So it, I like doing it. It's fun. That's amazing. Especially when you like and love what it is you do. And once again, leadership and it's amazing when all you have to do is listen and literally like, it, it seems like some of the people they'll actually answer their own questions. <laughs> and sometimes you'll just shake your head, but I know you help guide it. Cause, cause guys, Dan asks the right questions. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. He, so, so just know, brace yourself when you get a call, like, or whenever you call him. Um, and also experience, um, I don't know. Well, whenever he talked about somebody reached out to him about a principal, was a, a principal position. Um, and wanting to uh, be head of his own district, like, you know, Dan had experience there. So it's cool. So don't like overlook, uh, overlook the small things because those can end up becoming big opportunities for you in the future. Um, and also Dan is authentic. <laughs> like he'll be straight up with you, um, which I think is amazing because unfortunately nowadays, um, a lot of people kind of tell you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. Um, it was Oscar Wilde and he said, real friends will stab you in the front. So it's good to have somebody who's open and honest with you, who will not set you up for failure, who wants the best for you. Um, amazing, amazing life investment with Dan and be open-minded in any and all situations. Um, I know I mentioned that a little bit earlier, but it's just so, so, so important. So I know, I know we uh, briefly talked about, um, I know, I know in the intro, I briefly talked about what it is you do. Um, so would you be able to expand upon that just a little bit more? Um, sure. Absolutely. So again, my passion is helping other leaders and it manifests itself in various ways. So first of all, um, young aspiring leaders who are trying to find their way in the world, 
I can help coach and mentor them. Um, established leaders who are in executive level positions, I also coach and mentor those people. It's a uh, sort of it's sort of different when you know you've got somebody who is currently a teacher, like the young man I just referenced, and he's looking to get his first leadership role. Uh, versus somebody who might be a CEO 20 years in. Um, some of the same issues come up though, and I can mentor and coach either end of the spectrum and all points in between. And we also, through my company, we also work with employers to customize their compensation systems so that it, they provide clarity for the individual. So it basically lays out expectations for an individual employee so he or she can see where their role fits into the bigger picture. It also provides clarity to the organization or company based on the fact that through the process of developing these systems, they, you in essence articulate what's important to your company or organization. Therefore, everybody's aligned. You're paying people for the things that make a difference for your company. You attract people who fit you because you use those things you've articulated to go out and find people who fit you. You retain them because you've made a connection with your employees because they're delivering the things you want. You pay them for the things you want. And then that increases your retention rate. And it would be nice if all the employers got to pre-COVID retention rates, which is about 10% roughly. We've got some clients right now that are pushing 20 to 25% um, turnover rate. So we want 10% turnover. We don't want 20 to 25% turnover on an annual basis. So anyway, I can help leaders um, that's what I love doing. Somebody asked me about two months ago if I miss being in education and the impact I had. And I had never really thought about that until that question was asked of me. And short answer is I don't miss it because I'm having a bigger impact now because my reach is larger on LinkedIn and in clients across the country versus a very narrow focus of one school district. So I love what I'm doing. I love helping other leaders and I love seeing the fruits of my labor come to fruition when I have, I, I see my clients positively affecting their employees, their coworkers, their teammates, their organizations. That's, that's why I do what I do. Wow. <laughs> there was so much value. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you can't see what we're actually doing. There's no video, but my jaw literally hit the floor and, and I, could, I couldn't keep up with all the value. He was just, he was spitting out and it was amazing. Um, one thing I, I, I thought was really cool. Um, sorry, I just blanked out. Um, but it, it's just everything that he does, like, and the fact he didn't want to stay in one little area, like in his own backyard, like he wants to go far above and beyond. So that makes him adaptable and way more useful um, than I don't know, the other guy you can find on the street who just kind of does the same system he's been doing for like the last 30 plus years. So give him, so how would they, um, what's a good way for them to reach out to you and in a website, if you have that? Yeah, our, our name of our company is Dynamico, D-I-N-A-M-I-C-O, uh, Dynamico. So it's Different couple of different languages. It means dynamic because our services are dynamic and so is our compensation system. It's always growing, always evolving. That's where we came up with the name. So dynamicosystems.com is our website. My contact information is on the website, but I can be found at dan at dynamicosystems.com. And once again, that's D-I-N-A-M-I-C-O systems.com. Dan at dynamicosystems.com. And if you can give our listeners um, one piece of advice from being 
a father and an aspiring entrepreneur, or if they're currently an entrepreneur with a thriving business, what would that, um, what would that advice be? Networking. Networking is important. Um, whether it's in your day-to-day job, your side hustle that might through the entrepreneurial lens might turn into your day-to-day job. Um, any and everything as you grow your business, as you look to scale, as you maybe uh, a, a attempt to new approaches, whatever the case may be, the larger your network, the better off you're going to be. Um, whether it's a leadership quandary or Hey, how do I do? How do I start a podcast? Well, if if you've got a large enough network, then perhaps you've got somebody in your network who can point you in the right answer or right direction or help you with the answer. So networking is important. Um, I constantly learn from my network. When I interact and mentor and coach other leaders, I learn from them as as much as I seem to help them. So um, just look for connections. You never know when you're going to find a gem, a nugget of knowledge of somebody who's got a, a, an ability or a connection that you may need to help you take from where your entrepreneurial business is to the next level. Um, always network and it just make connections with people and you never know. It is so true. It's amazing what a simple conversation can lead to over time. And well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, Once again, I can leave his contact information in the show notes um, attached to this podcast, but you fellas have a great evening. And once again, give him a shout. All right. See you guys.